0: Good morning, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. A big day here on 77 WABC, especially on the Sid and Friends in the Morning show from 6 until 10 in the morning. In addition to the highest-rated segment on the entire radio station of the whole week, Bill O'Reilly, who comes on in the 8 o'clock hour. There are two very special guests coming on. Donald Trump, fresh off his CNN, town hall meeting is going to be on Thursday morning in the 8 o'clock hour, and yours truly, The Frankster. I am the undercard for Bill O'Reilly and Donald Trump. I'll tell Sid what questions I would ask to President Trump if President Trump were to come on the radio with me, and we'll see if he asks any of them. But it's going to be a big day on the Sid and Friends show, so make sure you listen from 6 until 10 in the morning. Frank Moreno at 640, President Trump and Bill O'Reilly in the 8 o'clock hour. It is not to be missed. Now, meantime, speaking of WA, Are you feeling overwhelmed or anxious? Well, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. You know the amount of attention that I've spent on this issue on the radio. And WABC is here to remind you that taking care of your mental health is just as important as taking care of your physical health. Join us throughout the month as we share tips, insights, and personal stories to help break the stigma surrounding mental health. Health. Tune into to 77 WABC for resources and for support. And remember, you're not alone. Let's prioritize our mental health together. For a special edition, 77 WABC Mental Health Awareness T-shirt, head over to wabcradio.com/slash. Cares. That's wabcradio.com slash cares. I have some mental health programming that I'm working on for next week in light of this uh, tragic situation involving uh, Jordan Neely. So uh, stay tuned for that come next week. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side at Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morning everyone. This is the other side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Marino. Hey, do you remember 2 days ago when I told you, maybe 3 days ago, when I told you that everyone was missing the story on former City Council member Andy King being placed on the ballot. Do you remember what I said? You can go back and listen to the podcast. You don't have to take my word for it. What I said at the time was that what everyone is missing and what no one is talking about is that this decision paves the way for disgraced former senator Dis- former council member Hiram Montserrat to get back on the ballot for city council. Well, this is a classic case of a Rush Limbaugh style. See, I told you so. Even though the city council passed a law in 2021 disqualifying people convicted of certain corruption charges from running for elected office in the city. This law, by the way, was pretty clearly meant to ban Queens Democrat Hiram Montserrat from running. But even though that law was passed, Manhattan Supreme Court Justice Michelle Sweeting ruled that the law did not apply to Montserrat since it wasn't written in a way to specifically apply to previous convictions and therefore could only apply to corruption convictions that occurred after the law was passed. So here you have Montserrat, who was thrown out of the state Senate for viciously assaulting his girlfriend and then subsequently was uh, convicted of a federal crime for misusing city campaign funds or city member item funds. I don't remember which it was. He's back on the ballot this year against Francisco Moya. And you have Andy King, who was literally expelled from the city council for harassing people and being involved in bribery. He's on the ballot for city council this year. So just when you thought the city council couldn't get any worse it might let's see what happens in june because there are going to be some interesting primaries all over the city beam me up to be continued the other side of midnight seven, seven, you local spotlights In case you had any doubt about the quality and the caliber of judges that we have in New York State and New York City. Now, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of good judges, a lot of great judges, to be honest. And they include Republicans, Democrats, and people that are non-political. So I don't want to sound like I'm picking on all the judges here, which is so often what it seems like I'm doing in these local commentaries. But if you had any doubt about the caliber of some of the people that have managed to find their way onto the bench in this state and this city, Listen to this. Two days ago, Norberto Peets walked out of a Bronx courthouse a free man. His name cleared from a wrongful conviction that had upended his life. See, since last September, Peets, who was cleared of an attempted murder and gun possession conviction, has lived in an odd judicial limbo. The judge overseeing the case vacated his conviction. You might think that's a good thing. Well, then he reinstated it. And now... Just this week has vacated it again, this time for good. His case has also put a spotlight on that very same judge. Bronx Supreme Court's Ralph. Fabrizio, who prosecutors and defense attorneys alike have accused of erratic behavior in the past. Now, Fabrizio has been the subject of complaints dating back to at least 2016 from at least eight defense attorneys and prosecutors. Uh, and there's a great article about his not so great record as a judge in the publication The City. And you have to ask yourself I've exposed Juan Mershon, and I'm hoping that the Office of Judicial Ethics will do something with respect to his campaign contributions. Now you have this egregious case of Judge Ralph Fabrizio. How many judges like this are out there that are behaving in an improper and erratic way? And who's watching them? Well, I'll tell you, I'm watching them. to be continued. The Other Side at Midnight. 77, Local Spotlight. Well, let me correct something that I was talking about a little earlier, and that is the situation involving council member Andy King. At uh, 2 a.m., I told you how former city council member Andy King was one of the controversial council members that's going to be back on the ballot this year. Well, it turns out, and I just saw the story in the last couple hours, and I apologize. It turns out that Andy King is off the ballot again. After an appeals court judge ruled yesterday, or an appeals court ruled yesterday, that he cannot. Not run for his old office this year because of term limits. So he's trying to make a political comeback after his fellow council members expelled him for harassing staff and ignoring previous sanctions among other things. But a panel of five judges in the state supreme court's appellate division first department unanimously ruled that the city's term limits mean King is not eligible to run this year when he hoped to challenge city council member Kevin Riley in the June 27th Democratic primary. So at least for now, he's off the ballot. Now, who knows? Maybe the Court of Appeals will decide to hear this case and come up with a new determination, but I wouldn't be holding my breath if I were Andy King. Hiram Montserrat, though, as I understand it, is still on the ballot. Hey, George Santos has been getting a lot of attention, and the he was charged with uh, federal crimes this week, and the state Republican Party chairman, Ed Cox, has been one of the people leading the charge in calling on Santos to resign. The Nassau County Republican chairman has also called for Santos to resign. One person I have to give a little bit of credit to is the chairman of the Queens Republican Party, Tony Nunziato. He said he's still not ready to call for Santos's resignation from congress and won't unless santos is convicted i completely agree with him you have a presumption of innocence in this country an indictment is just an accusation i don't think he should step down let the trial play out he insists he's innocent let's see if he is and then if he's convicted let him step down beam me up to be continued